Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com go. netsuite.com go podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. When Benavides gets cooking, it's like fighting an octopus. El Bandera Roja, David Benavides. I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. Everybody that's in 168, you know, I'm coming for everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Charlo, Caleb Plant, Canelo, I'm coming for all of them. Canelo will have a fight, but uh, it's my personal thing. He's, duck, he's ducking men in the dance. I think everybody wants to see me against Canelo, right? David Benavidez. Yo, he's a beast. This brother right here. I'd like to see Canelo against somebody like that. I definitely like punishing hurting individuals. That's what I love to do. And now Benavidez unloading. I got a lot of power too, and I throw punches and punches, and I don't get tired. He's a jab. Leads with the right, and there's that hand speed. I'm ready to fight whoever, whoever, whenever. I can beat Canelo tomorrow, and I can beat a Charlo tomorrow too. The big Charlo want to get it too? So Charlo would be the alternative? He don't want to get in the ring with me, because he's a pussy, that's why. TheBoxingBoys.com. I've never liked Caleb Plant. I've never made, it's never been a secret. I've never liked Caleb Plant. At the end of the day, I'm not no friend friendly. I'm not, I don't want to be no loose friend. I'm here to knock people out. And if you don't want to get knocked out, don't mention my name. In this game, it really is kill or be killed. You know, it's either you or me, and I pick me all the time. Finish him. SCS promotion. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman. And I'm coming to get you. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nestor Gibbs, joined alongside Daniel Alvarez, a.k.a. Ring Walk with Danny. Speaking of, definitely need to head on over to our YouTube channel right here at youtube.com forward slash the Boxing Voice and check out the second episode of, is it a Ring Walk Experience? T uh, ring walk with Danny, yeah, yeah, man. I seen that, man. Uh, you were you were you were chopping it up. I seen you with Jamel Heron. Um, who else was you with? There, Jesus, a lot of fans. It's escaping my head now. It was a lot of fans, but you definitely was. Uh, man, you guys got a good shot of the knockout. 
Uh, it was pretty dope. Pretty yeah, dope. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, champ, you know, uh, that's up there. Uh, I want to say we had two parts for the for the uh, Shakur fight, and we got another one. Um, see, I didn't even know it was out. Look at that. Jamel Heron is plus money this weekend. Uh, who's he fighting? Jermaine Ortiz. Oh, that's crazy because Jermaine Ortiz is not even a world champion. How is he the favorite? And Heron's looking good. I've been, I've still follow him on Instagram. He's with Manuel Robles. Robles is so underrated as a trainer. I mean, he's really the guy that made Valdez a world champion at 26. He's the guy that made Andy Ruiz a champion. He's the guy that brought, uh, you know, Charles Martin back from his loss to Anthony Joshua and put him on a two-fight win streak. Um you know, he's he he's underrated, bro. He's underrated. And uh I wonder if he can breathe new life into the career of Jamel Heron. And, and listen, Jamel Heron's out here basically like a cat. He's on his ninth life. You know what I'm saying? He was with PBC and Team USA, uh, picked up two losses over there, was able to dust himself off, try to get on top rank with Bo Mack, become a world champion. Get some defenses, have the biggest win over of his career with uh, you know, Carl Frampton, and then in a huge fight where he came up short against Shakur. Is he done? Can a prospect in Jermaine Ortiz really get the win who had a draw with Joseph Adorno? I don't know, man. Jermaine, I don't know. He essentially moving up. I don't know exactly what weight they're fighting at, but Jermaine Ortiz has fought as high as one forty one. Yeah, he's big, but I mean, man, I'm going to have to pull up highlights because, I mean, he was struggling, and I, I know people get upset that I use that word, so maybe that's not. You know, I, I'm just saying, if you ain't doing what we just seen, Bivol do to Canelo and Cordu do to Valdez, and and who else just got like a sweep? Because if, 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 if it's back and forth, it's back and forth. Like, you ain't sweeping, you ain't sweeping. You know what I'm saying? I stand corrected. And, I do want to put the... Facts out there versus uh, give a false uh, information. He was 139. His opponent was 141. So he fought as high as 139. A few more on more than one occasion. Yeah, I I mean, mean, Jamel, I'm sure, has fought close to that because he was at lightweight. Well, he fought only as high as 135. Then he went down to 130, got a world title. Yeah, I'm saying, like, he was at lightweight, but... There wasn't a fight that he came in 137, 130, you know what I'm saying? Um, maybe. 135 and a half is the highest weight he's oh, ever wow. came in at. Maybe. I just think that I like the experience of Jamel. I like the experience of Jamel. I don't know what Ortiz has done to make me believe that he's about to win. And, and and you know, for those that don't know, Jermaine Ortiz isn't with any big promoter either. So I don't know that when it goes to the cards, he gets a decision He's with Jimmy Birchfield or something from like Providence, bro. Oh wow. Yeah. So so why is it that you think It's CES Sports, I think it's called CES Sports Promotions or some okay. shit. I could look it up though. Why, why is it that you think um that Herring is the underdog? Yeah. Age just lost, but he didn't lose by knockout. Oh yeah, he got knocked out by Core, right? Yeah, it was tough. He got knocked out by Core. That's the first time he's ever been stopped. Shaka Coffin and whoever else beat him didn't stop him that I remember. Darius Miller. They didn't beat they didn't no, stop him. No. 
They do not. Yeah, I honestly, I do not understand why he's an underdog. That that's a mis- I feel like it's a mistake. Give me a poll, man. Should he be the underdog? Not who you picking. Should he be the underdog to Jermaine Ortiz' biggest fight, Joseph Adorno? He got the win over Nahir Albright, and Albright, you know, he people talked about him, but I don't think our community has gotten to see him. He's from that Philadelphia, New Jersey, you know, that tri-state, but lower, 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 lower New Jersey towards Philly and PA area, you know. Mm. Um, so I don't know, man. But look, you know, uh, Albright had good wins over Michael Dutchover and Jeremy Hill, you know. So Jermaine Ortiz, he gets credit for that, and that's his last performance. You're only as good as your last performance because the one where he didn't look the best was an eight-rounder, which top rank set that up in favor of Joseph Adorno. They knew Adorno had issues making weight, so obviously the least amount of rounds, the better. You know, when you're struggling to make weight, that shows up in the late championship rounds. It's a good fight. It's a good fight. It's crazy. Um, five eight. How tall is Herring? Mm, let's see. Five ten. I like Herring, bro. I fucking like Herring. Listen, you lose to a Shakur. You've been sparring Shakur. You've been sparring Terrence. You know. Um. You, you, now you're getting a third look. You got a new trainer. You're in an LA. I don't know, man. He's got way more experience than this. This kid, this is a good pick, Bo. I don't know. What, did you make the poll? I did make the poll. Let's see where we're at. What do you guys think, man? Should we lay some money on this? And that's not bad, man. That's almost two to one on a chant. That's yeah. a former chant. Two to one. Like, 100 gets me fucking 180 plus my 100. I'm like, shit. That's... I don't know. That one got me thinking. For real, for real. And at the very least, we could throw that in a parlay with David by stoppage. And it's on ESPN and Jermaine Ortiz been fighting on Showbox. No, yeah, Jermaine Ortiz been fighting on Showbox. So it's on Jamel Heron's uh Network. Correct. Yeah. But he's the B side. Hey, speaking of Jimmy, yo, I Jermaine Ortiz has been on ESPN though twice. This will be mm-hmm. his second time because he fought Adorno on ESPN. Yo, um, really quick, I ran into this cat, said he knew you like way back in the day. Some dude, some dude Jim. Jim. Jim Kelly. Poof. I don't know, man. No? So you also don't know the guy Jaime Mungi is supposed to fight in June? <laughs> no. <laughs> That was a joke. Okay. No, but I did see that yesterday. I didn't know who the fuck Jimmy Kelly was. I I thought when I first read it, I said, Jimmy Kimmel? What the fuck? (laughs) I didn't know what was going on, bro. Listen, yo, that's what I said the other day. How you go from allegedly being in talks with Charlo and Jacobs to fighting a guy we ain't never fucking heard of? His record resume, uh, Jaime Munguia's resume ain't just terrible, though. Why? At sixty, he it beat, is. He, at, at sixty, six, at sixty, it is. Yeah, okay, cool. Bro. But at sixty, he beat a former Triple G opponent, Camille Cesarmenta. He beat uh, Dervichinko opponent, Terriano Johnson. He beat Gary O'Sullivan, who Laura is about to fight. He beat Rosado, who is Sugar Shane Mosley Jr.'s best win. 
and then he beat Demetrius Ballard. Yeah, man. It's not terrible. It's a good resume. It's a good 160 resume, but it yo, ain't so, what we want for sure. Yo, so this dude, uh, Jimmy Kelly, his biggest fight, let me tell you. I don't know who Jimmy Kelly is. His biggest fight is Dennis Hogan. and he, Oh, no, Liam Smith, and he fucking got knocked out. And then Dennis Hogan, and he lost that by decision. Now, Liam Smith did knock out Jesse Vargas last week, well, a couple weekends ago, so... So a natural 154-pounder right, right, knocked right. out a, a natural 140-pounder. Bro, I tried to look up Jimmy Kelly and found a 130-pounder. Nah, no, bro, I, I I had to, like, go on BoxRec and get it from... That's what I'm looking, but... Uh, active fighters record. only and, and shit like that. But there was, like, a lightweight that popped up for me in the beginning. I'm like, yo, yeah, uh, some lightweight from the 50s. I'm like, uh, <laughs> not who I'm looking for. But, yeah, bro, I've never heard of Jimmy Kelly... I don't know, bro. I don't know what they doing with Mungi. I almost feel bad for him because I liked him, bro. Let's not forget. Bro, you remember, I feel like the first time we really heard of Mungi or that his name was making a lot of noise was when he was in talks to fight Triple G. Correct, after beating Saddam Ali. And, and you know, you know Nevada, Nevada, no, it was before that. Right before, and he had been what he fought Saddam Ali instead of fighting Triple G. Because, right, you so know, Nevada, Nevada, uh, did not approve him. The commission they thought he was too young. Like that, man. What? Nevada. 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 Yeah, tomato, tomato. So they didn't say, approve the fight, though. Tomato, tomato, Nevada. a fucking Nevada. state running out of water. You know, like it's <laughs> California, Nevada. It's the same yeah, thing. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Let's ca- please not the, bring up water. The, the California of the East. Or East of Cal. I don't know. But look, bro. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck we was talking about. Mungia and the fight that didn't get yeah. approved in here yes. in Nevada. Was, yeah. They thought he was too young. Yeah, he was like 20 at the time. He was like 20 at the time. But it was almost a blessing in disguise because he didn't get um, sacrificed. And, you know, he didn't get killed by Triple G. That was a prime Triple G at that time. Triple G would have put pause on but him, too. Now, ever, looking you, at it back then, I thought Mungia could potentially but, win. But now Mungia, would, I mean... He, Triple G would have put hands on that dude. Bo, dude, am I remembering correctly? Was that when Canelo popped hot and they were trying to find a replacement it opponent? No, nah, it was before all that. Uh, I think it was be- definitely before all that. Nah, champ. Let me let me let me check box rec. So yeah, that was we uh, we gotta go do that, some research. That, that was May of 2018 when that fight happened. So let me check. Uh, when did when did he fight? When did he fight? Uh. When did he fight Vargas? I mean, Saddam Ali. I'm sorry. Let's see. Because to I want to say it was for that fight. Damn, I can't even find Jaime Mungi on box right. Did I spell it wrong? Yeah, he it's spells like his Jamie. name Jaime. So I have a question for you guys because I've been uh, trying to... No. All right. Good to know. Uh, for this weekend's fight with, with Benavidez, I've been hearing from people that it shouldn't even go past the third round for David. Like he well, the over the over under is at minus one twenty for four and a half rounds. So mm-hmm. halfway through the fifth, mm-hmm. and the under is four and a half at plus uh, one hundred. Mm. I, I got no, him. It was. It, I, I'm taking the so, over. Damn, yo! So under so, four and a half is plus money for David. I'm taking the over on that because I ain't never seen David with like one punch knockout power. It's more so punch volume. No, I'm taking takes. I'm taking the under. Only reason I'm taking the under, and I agree with you, is a, yeah, yeah. a, a thousand percent the punch you. volume. But bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
I didn't know uh, David Lemieux was still an active fighter. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been fighting like five, you know, nondescript fights. Yeah. So um, it was actually indeed that fight, uh, bro. It was the. It was a replacement. Yeah, it was. It was when I didn't Can- realize that was 2018. 2018, when Canelo popped hot, they tried to bring Jaime in to fight Triple G. Nevada mm-hmm. denied him. Um, Triple G then goes to California with Ness. And fights uh, Vonis, right? That was the Vonis fight you did uh, with Shiva's out there mm-hmm. at the StubHub. So um, that's crazy. I just saw Charlo fight there, so I could only imagine what a Triple G fight. Uh, I could only imagine what that was like, the Triple G fight there. So a um, few things. Mm-hmm. We kind of took our foot off the gas, reminding people to subscribe, and we're slowing down. Right now we're at 140,461. So at least for today, let's go ahead and round off to that 500, 14, I mean, 145, you know, 140. And 500. And 500. Let's just start there to get the the engines going back. But I am happy to say we're we're, we're now at 580% more views than usual on our channel. Let's do it. So, you know, we continue to go up. Um, And uh, I also want to say we finally booked our first fighter that we're flying in uh we're gonna fly in john ramirez probably none of you know him he had a very exciting knockout over the weekend on the zone uh he goes by the name of scrappy boxing look at the way this guy's looking at me no nah, um <laughs> so i was i definitely don't know john ramirez mm-hmm. but i know scrappy Okay. And so obviously I saw the messages last night. I did see that too. I'm like, you know, I'm somebody like, who the my, fuck? Yeah, nah. I thought somebody hacked my account again because somebody hacked my like Chick fil A. It's saying I got an Xbox on the way, all this random Yo, stuff. And then it's like a flight information. I'm like, bro. I just want to say be careful. I'm not clicking it. I just want to say be careful because what you're talking about right now, I had one of our listeners. I believe his account was hacked, but he messaged me and I, somebody I've already been in con- in communication with. Message me like, yeah, bro, click the link, uh, cryptocurrency, and now I'm like, oh shit, they got him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, every time I get a DM and they're like, hey, um, I need you to vote for me. Click that link and vote for me. I don't, I'm like, come on, bro, they right. got you. It's not a virus, I promise. Just click it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what though? Let me tell you, that happened to one of my friends. All these fighters get hacked. That happened to one of my friends, and same shit. Like, I need you to vote. I called him. I'm like, yo. The fuck is this? She's like, no, I'm actually doing a modeling thing, blah blah. But she models; it made sense. But I was like, yeah, you Damn, gotta screen got it. it. Yeah, you they gotta got screen it. Two step authentication, bro. Something happened to my Discord, and it messaged a lot of people in there. And like Big Fish Vega, for example, hit me up like, hey, bro, did you get scammed or is this really you? It was like talking about teaching a coding class. Oh man, what you doing? You clicking shit? You want what kind of Discord you no, in? No, no. I tell you right now, I tell you, the both. traveling like throw me off because I live in a rhythm. But when I'm traveling and like moved out here and different stuff like that, I have to re-log into all my accounts and all that stuff, and just. Minor mistakes happen. I don't know what I didn't hit or you, click. You hold on, click hold on. Yeah. He bro. seen some fat booty in some Discord yeah. uh, group. Yeah. Yo, and bro. that shit done <laughs> bro, bro, hold on. killed his bro, phone. Real quick, bro. Why, why would you have to like re log into your shit? What you mean? So when you go he like. You got multiple phones, this guy. I do got multiple phones, but when you go state to state, when you out of an area that you typically log in, your phone going to realize Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it okay. make you, like, log in again, like, or do a two-step verification asking, is this you, yada, yada, yada. Right, yep, right. 
Yeah. Rule in the 504 saying coding with Bo. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, Bo, a, do we get discounts on the, do on not the coding click, class? If it says anything regarding me and coding, do not click it because it ain't me. <laughs> Yo, have Even you though ever, it might be my account. Ness, have you ever been scared of that? Of what? Like somebody hacking you? Bro, I don't click none of no, that no, shit. No, no, no. Bro, I'm, I don't, I feel like. I took it personal with a dude. Like he hit me up and he's like, yo, click this link or whatever. And I'm like. Bruh, you got hacked, and he's like, "Nah, man, I'm telling, I'm just, you know, trying to need you to vote." So obviously, I knew the, I knew the scam, so I never clicked it. Then, you know, months later, he come back. He like, "Yo, man, nah, that wasn't me. I got hacked." I'm like, "Nah, bruh, you should watch your phone better." You know what I'm saying? Because you try to set me up. I man. had an actual guy that I sold a car to. We became friends, whatever. And he actually like sells trading cards and sells shoes, and he make like a hundred k plus a year. And he like maybe eighteen, nineteen years old. Damn! But one day he hit me up talking about uh, investing in this, that, and other. I'm like, bro, I don't want to invest with you. I think you do really good with the shoes. I'll be more interested in learning about that. And then he like sent me all these other messages. I'm like, this couldn't be him. Right? It couldn't be him. Yo, I, no, I don't you know, know you I don't know. know. But li- li- I'm gonna give you the best piece account. of advice. Here's the best piece, and this is how I always get him. Mm. What is my name? Mm. They'll never know. I, I promise you, I've been doing this so long. I'm on Instagram and Twitter so long that 99% of the people that get hacked, like you said, I already have a communication. Like, there's literally a conversation there. So once you see something strange, what's my name? They'll never... What you mean, bro? Come on. Yo, I literally had someone try to voice genius, message bro. back, and it was Indian. <laughs> like he he literally tried to like talk slang with his Indian accent. And I'm like, yo, this guy is hilarious. You bro. gotta you gotta copy John Orlando. Like he gets all into it with these like scammers and stuff. Like he'll have full fledged. Me too. Danny knows. Yeah, and that's the show. I, it's so bro, fun. I don't have time for that shit. And it's bro, it's, it's just crazy because bro, they be I'm, like, you want to get verified? Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, West, we in the Western Hemisphere, right? I think Chicago's like the capital of scamming in the Western Hemisphere. Mm. And, That's who checked my Chick-fil-A like, account, somebody from Chicago. Bro, I'm like, they yo, was literally there buying wait, food wait, how while you I was at work. Wait, how did you Chick-fil-A account? What do you mean, boy, the points? Yeah, the points. Yeah. I just went what last night and got like here? a free meal, dude. I could eat free Chick-fil-A the rest of like this week and next week. Well, not no more. I, they done took your points. Well, they took some of my points, <laughs> but they gave me credit. They like gave me a Chick Fil A card worth of credit for like one hundred and fifty dollars because dude literally ordered like cookies, mac and cheese. Damn, oh, bro! So lunch is on ha- you today. He and went I'm ham like, on your points. I told the people, I'm like, I'm in Nashville at work. Is no way that I could be in Chicago buying all this stuff. They were like, well, they he's at the you. store and he yeah. said you his uncle. I'm like, I'm not his uncle. I don't know that. I've never been to Chicago. <laughs> hey, yo, that's crazy. At least Chick-fil-A got instant fucking alerts and shit. My man was at the register. They hit Bo up. No, it said your order is ready. Oh, wow. Ignorant Boxing says, what kind of code do you teach, Bo? JavaScript or C++? I actually studied some JavaScript and some Python as well, but I don't know anything enough to teach anyone. You anything. just gave validation to your, yeah. your scammer now. Now they really going to think it's yeah, Bo. Yeah, Bo really is Yo, trying to teach you they already like, oh, Bo got multiple phones? <laughs> no, don't. I... Let me get to some of these. We got Mike Henry. He says, good morning, fellas. Putting my bed in again for look this guy. Oh, oh I, I guess he meant like I like but, look, yeah, look this guy yeah, was yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I had some. That's my favorite one. Um, just want to remind everybody to not just subscribe to the boxing boys, but head over to Nestor Gibbs. 
Yes, or, yes. Or what is it? Yeah, Nestor Gibbs. Yeah, right? Nestor Definitely. Gibbs yeah. YouTube channel. And uh, I'm subscribe. actually... Yeah, subscribe. Uh, we have a release date for my first episode. Right now, you can catch some shorts on the channel, but the episode will be released May 24th. It's about a week from now at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, yeah, man, I'm hoping all you guys go and ahead the and name of that channel check again? it out. Uh, can you screen share? What is it? Right? No, I'm saying the name of the show right now. Oh, the name of the show right now. Right now, it's Cut It with Nestor Cut Gibbs it. as Cut it. we're screen Cut sharing Cut it. Uh, right there. And that is going to be the first episode. Damn, with- bro. 200. You got 200 subs in one day? I was gonna um, tell everybody it, to get you the two uh, K because you was at uh, one point ninety nine. That's where all the subs went. They, he thought they was just not paying attention to the boxing boys. Nah, they going to Nesta Gibbs page. Yeah, I, I, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, you know, we need to create a Patreon and uh, get approved for members so that we could, you know, get um, guest ideas. Because now this is your show, Bo. What is the boxing boys? <laughs> no, this one. Cut, Cut it. it because uh, you know Kean is no longer here. You're the new Kean, buddy. So Kean got me this supermodel with uh, 1.4 million subscribers. So the bar is already high. Followers, but, followers. But I thought Danny said he was going to produce it yesterday. Produce what? Why are you getting scared, bro? <laughs> I ain't getting scared. You said you want to raise. Then Danny was like, "I'll do it." No, that wasn't the production, though. Mm, both scared. Whatever. Uh, catch me on this episode being released. It premieres May 24th. Looking forward to your feedback and uh, obviously your support on this new venture. Yo, Today we're here. Rue, some of these comments is hilarious. Let me tell you. Rue oh, says, still in the Lord's chicken? Question mark. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shaking my head. Mm. Yo. Definitely First time I, uh, second time I tried to go to Chick-fil-A, I didn't know the whole Sunday thing. So I was so excited, bro. It was the first time uh, I was in Texas, first time I could leave the base. So I'm like, bro, I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Pulled up. I'm like, no line. Yes. It was Sunday. <laughs> yeah, definitely no line on Sunday. Jordan oh. Kenchi says, no Chick-fil-A in Australia, bro. Don't worry. Just hit me up, man. I'll, I'll bring you some. I'll bring you some. You know, it's going to be a little cold, but I'll bring it to you. So our vote from two days ago... Mm. Uh, community page. Can you screen share? Says Jamel Charlo is undisputed. Where should he be on the pound for pound list? We have six thousand eight hundred votes. That's a lot of votes. But I don't see how to tell which one is in the lead. Click on the three dots. Make your Where? pick. Make, oh, right here. Yeah. Is there like? Nah, that's no, that's just report. Make your pick, and I think the rest of them should pop up. So where you think he should be? Nah, he. Ness, where you at, champ? Where you at, champ? Uh oh. I think he belongs under Earl. I mean, above Earl. Above Earl. I got him above Earl. So, okay, let's do it. I don't think you got him where I got him. We'll put Usyk, Crawford, Canelo. Charlo. That's where I got him. I Mel, got, or I you want to put? Or you want to put Bivol in your top five? I got, I got, I got Bivol at ten. Wow, I got Bivol right, at ten. So we got Usyk, Crawford, Canelo. I'm with you so far. Jamel. I'm with you. Oh uh, yeah, you could be there. Josh Teller. Oof, mm. I got Josh Teller a little lower, but continue. He's undisputed. Yeah, but the guy I got at five, I feel like has done more. 
Who you got at five? Fury. Mm. You putting a heavyweight in there. Yeah. Only reason Usyk's in mind is because he moved up. Yeah, but for, Fury can't move up. I man. know, but for Fury, to me, um, you know, beat Klitschko in the unified champ. Has that layoff, comes back, and then... But he's a heavyweight. No, he, he is. can't move up. He Usyk is. show why he's powerful. But I get you. That's your list. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, I think I had... So I had him top five then, right? Because I had... You had Mel at four. And yeah, then... so I have him top five. Is there anyone that can be in front of him? Um, so because Josh Teller, you can't put him in front because he after he undisputed, he had the controversial fight with Jack Catterall. So can I read you mine really quick? Sure. All right. So and this is in order: Bud, mm-hmm. Usyk, Canelo, Jamel Charlo, Tyson Fury, Errol Spence, Shakur, and Noe Taylor Bivol. And then uh, honorable mentions right there: Better be if, um. Tank is there, Fulton is there, uh, Triple G, and then Akhmadeliev. You know, uh, to me, Fulton and Akhmadeliev having, I think Fulton is closer to getting in than Akhmadeliev is. I just think that, uh, you know, him fighting, they, he fought, it, he became champion, like he beat he beat Angelo Leo, okay, I get that. But he, you know, fought fought the champion to become champion and then fought another champion to become unified. I get that um, Akhmadeliev beat Danny Roman, who was the unified champ, but it's like you beat one guy, you know, and to me, uh, Fulton beat two, uh, neither one of yeah, them. Yeah, but, but, but Medaliev became unified champ in like eight fights. I get that. I get that. I just felt that. Fulton has how many? Uh, don't know his record off the top of my head. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to give the dudes to do it in shorter time more credit. But I'm not trying to do under the top five. I think I'm good with that so that I could put Mel there. I'm just trying to make sure there's not another undisputed male without controversy. 20 and 0 is Fulton. Yeah, but. And look, that means my man did it in 12 less fights. So, no, no, no. He did it in 18. So 18 he be, less? No, no, no. I'm saying uh, Fulton, Fulton became champion at his 18th world. Uh, no, 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 unified. No, no, no. Became world champion. That's what I'm saying. I'm comparing the unification because Ahmad Madali. However you oh, oh I'm sorry. 20th fight then. It was a right. uh, uh, unification. Exactly because Madali. He went into one fight to get two belts in eight fights. Right? Is am I right on that? Because I don't want to be saying the wrong number. Um, I'll tell you right now. One right. second. So I'm gonna go with top five. I can't think of anybody else that's undisputed that could possibly bump. Psst. He did it in seven fights. Look at that shit. Seven fights. Come on, man. He belongs, man. Well, I'm actually he was seven and zero going into. And, and what, so what was, it was the decision? It was, the it, what was the decision? Stoppage or what? No, it was a split decision. Split. All right, yeah. so we got to see how Fulton does. It was split. Um, one fifteen, one thirteen across the board. So two four. Do we not? Can I screen share this? Oh, he got to click. He got to click the button before we change. Oh up. yeah, you right now. Let's click the top five so we can so, see where we at. Usyk, Charlo. I mean Usyk, Crawford, Canelo. Then you had Mel. Mel. So, I mean, I really can't put nobody in front of him. He's he's in the top five. Absolutely. Unless you put Fury, then he's still in the top five because that pushes Earl yeah. further down. See, and and so four. Five, I don't I don't put Fury. So four, five, six, seven for me is Mel Fury Spence Shakur. So, you know, um, I just think that it's also like damn. So you put Shakur, but no. 
Akhmadaliev. Now I see why you don't bet. I, there goes four. I, I picked top five. So look, that's everybody believes yeah. he's top five. I'm glad I went with the general consensus. Yeah. Um, to Let's me, see some of these comments. Should to, we read the comments? Common creeping. Bring that on, back. Hold on, really quick. To, just to answer your question. Uh-huh. Yes, to me. Take Sha- that down. Shakur beating. A champion in Jamel Herring coming off the best performance of his career against Carl Frampton. That fight in Dubai, unbelievable. So, yeah, the way Shakur did it to me, two division, let me remind you. He's not just uh, one. So, two division, you become champion at 26, move up, fight the champion, beat the champion. No, you won very, You won right there. I forgot that uh, Medaliev is only a one-division champ. That was a simple win. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Accolades. Accolades move you on the list. How many titles held? How many title defenses? How many unifications? How many divisions? You know? Um, so, should we read some of these comments? Or should we keep it moving? No, I think... Does I, it look interesting? Uh, yo, so... Um, um, what? No, I was going to say, because I know you've discussed bringing back the comment creeping... Shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you want to add that maybe, or do you want? Because you're talking about possibly looking at them now. Add it where? I mean, as an actual segment, or how was it before? I've never. I, it, I, it used to be a Patreon only show. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Got, I, and the issue with common creeping is like a producer or associate producer needs to find like five. Good because com- right now, like I would just be scrolling or reading anything. Jorge Santiago with the fifteen dollars super chat said, "Ness, they gifted O'Donnell the draw, or T should have won that fight, and he's the favorite because he's younger, stronger, and hungrier. This might be the last we see of Herring. Spin that wheel, son." Speaking of spinning the wheel, for those that are just joining us, Bo, let them know what's on the wheel. What is this wheel about, and how do they participate? <laughs> So to get a crack at give us a full screen, Austin. So to get a crack at spinning the wheel, of course it requires a ten dollars super chat. We can take the number down or no. If you were to land on the Benavid, well, any boxing glove or a hat, at that point an additional five dollars will be required because they are fifteen dollar items on the wheel. We also have smoke break on there, which it takes three of them for us to actually take a smoke break. We got the Ockenbarock T-shirt on there. We got the TBV hoodie. We got the TBV T-shirt, and then we got the TBV keychain and baddie of the day. Baddie of the day to enter a submission today, join our Discord, and we have a section called Boxing Baddies. That's where you will be able to enter your submission for the baddie of the day. Speaking of signed gloves, Bo, mm-hmm. we were on a hunt yesterday. Mm-hmm. Actually what, did a great actually, job. Actually, we also have, we're going to take that wheel down, and we're going to put a new Item on the wheel in a autograph signed hat by Laura. So all you need to do to keep it simple, because I know he gets just put another black hat, but say Laura on it. Because we got a signed uh, shoe palace by uh, Laura and a signed Laura glove. glove. And it's not a regular glove. No. It is a custom TBV, you know, uh, signature glove. And... Custom and TBV signature glove in collaboration with Sabas because that leather is so smooth. So do want to give us? I'm gonna so be honest soft. with you, bro. Uh, you know, a lot of companies won't do what Sabas did. What they did, as you see, no branding for them 
It's all the boxing voice. Uh, the branding for them is on the inside. Most companies wouldn't do that, yes. bro. So shout out to Sabas. A very uh, not just is it a good product, but uh, you know, good quality and it looks very. The leather super soft. But just like we told you about the suede on the hat, someone will be calling in to say, "Damn, I got my signature glove and it was so butter soft. It's like that Pele Pele leather, you know, from my old heads." Um, but speaking of the boxing baddie, I do hope that it lands there because I found. Mm. A boxing baddie that mm. I know y'all don't know. Mm. I mean, I put it in there already, so I'm sure they all like, and I did it the correct way with the link. So you're saying you automatically win because you the king of... No. Okay, okay. I'm actually trying to find it, but did it get deleted? You can't show it till we land on it. No, I know. I'm trying to find the, the channel. I don't see I it. I want to be surprised, too. If we land on it, I want to like look at it on the big screen. I've seen that. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, Bo. In the, I, in the meantime, oh there it goes. In, in the meantime, do we have? Uh, it looks like we got some more super chats, right? Some more super chatties. Let I have to. Well, refresh. we never spun the wheel after we told him what the wheel was about. Okay, so let's do that first. Good catch. Running like a well oiled machine this morning, bro. Yeah, I found a boxing baddie. One entry for Jorge Santiago into the. Yoelvis Gomez glove raffle because that was a $15 super chat. Congratulations, my brother. I found a boxing baddie that definitely belongs in the in the in the in the section. And she actually boxes. And I'm pretty sure nobody knows her. Which is crazy. Well, when I say nobody, maybe not nobody. Mm. Maybe definitely a lot of people. So I guess we'll have to wait and see, um, just in case we do uh, land. Did you um, see that DM? It looks like Kermel Moulton is here. Did we have him scheduled today? Yes, sir. That's I thought you said, oh, that's the seven. Okay. Well, that answers my, my question. Which was? I texted to you. You ain't get it? Oh, that, is that what you were telling him to check his phone for? No, something about. That was different. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, champ. Um, so it looks like we will have amateur standout Kermel Moten on the show. Ness, I seen you uh hollering at Leonard Ellaby yesterday, champ. How did that go? Uh not as well as it went for the best boxing no, best women's boxing podcast, period. But hopefully we get him in studio. But you can check out our uh sister channel, the Best boxing, best women's boxing show. Period. I'm sorry, man. Just follow Cynthia Conti or Jeff DeAndre LaBeouf, and uh, you'll get a direct link. We just wanted to, you know, yeah, give I'm, out the, uh, the, the get, name. Show them the some show. love. Yeah. Show them some love. They actually had Leonard in studio um, yesterday, last night. Actually, it was very depressing. Uh, you know, I had to go. <laughs> You know uh, who else was here who? last night? Who? Randy Couture. No, don't. I'm so mad. The one day I leave the fucking studio early, Randy Couture is in the fucking building. Yeah. That was late, though. Let me tell yeah, you, Yeah, it was bro. like seven. Oh, okay. I thought it was later than that because when I saw the picture being posted, it was like eight something. Who the fuck is that guy? Oh, man. He's Randy? the guy who beat the boxer in the UFC. Right. Oh, that's the guy that beat fucking James Tony. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a cheater. He's a cheater. How's he a cheater? He won it. Bro, in he, his fought, sport. he fought a fucking uh, geriatric, man. Uh, Randy Couture's 
pretty old back then, too. Bro, no way, bro. Fucking James Tony. I don't know. Like no, when was that fight, bro? That was actually a while ago. How how old was James Tony now? Bro, James, James Tony is like old. 80 right now. Eight, all right, I'll, I don't I'll know. look into this. He's definitely as old or older than Evander. I know. Uh, let's see. James Tony is currently. <sighs> Crazy. Oh, shit. It don't. Damn, it all. He's so okay, old. So right show. now, Randy is fifty-eight. So he was probably at, like early forties when this happened. Let me see. James Tony doesn't say I'm on box right. Let's see. James Tony, bro. Right James, here. I remember, bro. I was in boxing. He was Damn. already punchy, man. He's super duper punchy and overweight, like yeah. overweight. Overweight. I mean, Randy Couture is older, bro. James Tony was a career middleweight. Oh, okay. probably fifty-four when he started. Fifty-four when he so, started. So Randy is older. By five Fuck. years. Randy's older? By yeah. five years. Holy shit. He so, had better skin. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you. Damn, James Tony didn't... Aff- his last fight was in 2017. Bro, he's still... These guys and he still, won, too. That's they the still be thing. trying to fight. Who did he fight, though? Yeah, uh, Mike Shepard. I don't know who that is, but... You know? Uh, Looks like we got a cash app long time ago from CYP. Actually, no. Two minutes ago. Two minutes ago. Uh, for the counter punch. What up, what up, what up? What up? Buenos dias. Yo, you know, I, I was looking something up because I heard uh, my man Bo give compliments to Jaime Munguia's resume. And I remember how, how on the back call he was going off on Charlo's resume. So I did my research as I always do. These are the rankings of Jaime Munguia's 160-pound opponents. 31, 22, 39. Inactive today and was knocked out by Devinchenko, 75 and 773. This is Charlo's 11, 14, 4, 10, 7, 20, who was a replacement, and number 11. If you're ever going to say Jaime Munguia has an okay resume at 160, you should never be shitting on Charlo's resume at 160. I'm tired of the double standard shit when it comes to the Charlo's. One of my mans had to go through it, and now he's undisputed. Now it's time to put some respect on Maul's name. If y'all don't want to, cool. I'll fight this battle again by myself. All the way, all the way to the top. I don't mind that shit. But get it right. Put some respect on it. All right, champ. Appreciate it. Appreciate the call. Yeah, so James Tony was a career, yeah, career sixty pounder. Us not fifty. He didn't start at fifty four. No, not even a start at fifty four. No, lowest he went was fifty seven. Not even a start at fifty four. Not even. No start. None. No, 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 no sparring at fifty. No. <laughs> Let me pull up this. Uh... Questions post for our first guest. If you want to ask him a question, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice or come right here to our chat where I will be posting um, the live link in the live chat. Mm. But while Bo gets our guest in, who is? Um, amateur sensation. I don't even know how many time world champion Carmel Moten. 23. 23. 23 vests. That's a lot. That's so much, right? Is that not a lot? That is a lot. Yes, indeed. Oh, check. Oh. Oh, Bill Walk Danny. All right. What's up, Mr. Moulton? Hey, how's it going? 
So how are you? Good, good. So good. those are your, your Kenichi Bear headphones, huh? Yeah, yes, sir. Oh, how are they? They sent me a pair. I haven't received them yet. Are, are, are they nice and loud? Yeah, I like them. That's what's so nice. So how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Whoa, Danny. Trying to get them. You know? I hear you. I hear. You. Yeah. I just don't want you to spill that coffee. Nah, the coffee. So, can't... champ, twenty-three times amateur champion. Yes, sir. That's a lot. Those are all national wins. I got seventeen national champs, and then about twenty-three just normal championships. Wow. So, so what is the uh, who's? Are you? Is your dad? Uh, who who's in your corner? Uh, my dad's my number one help. He always there for me. And then I got uh, people at Midwest the Boxing Gym. They always help me out. And uh, just a lot of people always just, you know, help me out. But my dad is definitely number one. So do you and your father have a plan? Do you plan on trying for the Olympics? Or are you uh, the Devin Haney going to go pro at 17 or 18? Uh, what, what is your goal? Goal is probably definitely go to pro in the near future, in the next few years, and uh, take it to the top from there. So you you you're thinking of turning pro in the next few years? Yeah. Okay, so it's not a top rank situation. Uh, they they love signing sixteen and seventeen year olds. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Gabriel Flores Jr., Xander yeah. um, Zayas. Those are very young fighters that they signed. Uh, okay, so in a few years, so what would you be doing in the meantime? Is there anything that you are uh, any goals that you have uh, in the in between time? Uh, right now I'm on Team USA, the junior team, so we'll see with the amateur boxing, try to fight international a few times, and then go pro after that, okay. take it to the top. Um, Kermel, um, I'm curious because, bro, you've had some attention on you for years now, right? And very young, but a large social media following. How have you been able to deal with it? Because it's been... I first heard about you when I saw you walk in. I was still expecting like the little yeah, kid I first yeah. saw. Um, you know, how are you able to deal with that? I'm sure it's a lot of pressure. Uh, just try to stay focused all the time. My dad make sure to keep me on the right path. Just uh, <laughs> staying focused, keep training hard. Just try to stay humble. What are some fighters that maybe you've came up with in the gym that? you've looked up to that have maybe took you under their wing and taught you a bit of the game? Uh, definitely Floyd. Uh, we got a few pros up, over there in the middle of the boxing gym. They helped me out a lot. Kevin Johnson, they helped me. Uh, Andrew Tabidi, all them. The middle of the fighters, they always helped me out a lot. They showed me a lot of love. Yeah. What's that uh, been like for you? Because obviously you just mentioned Floyd, and that's where I first saw you, uh, you know, in his gym. And there was a lot of footage um, from years ago of you and through the years. So what's that been like, you know, from a very young age to be able to have some sort of relationship with TB Floyd Mayweather? Uh, it's definitely cool. It's an amazing experience. Uh, it helps me stay focused. You know that I got somebody that looks, that, uh, you know, just looks at me like that, and he's so big in the sport, and he wants to help me out and put his time into me. So it makes me want to train harder, make him proud, make my dad proud. Just, yeah. Be able to put on for the sport. What's your amateur record now? Uh, I'm 120. I got, like, five losses. And if it's Damn. Five. That's crazy, man. At, Thurman had, like, 120 and then turned pro. Like, you're still yeah. going. Wow. 
What? Uh, so, but, but, but Brona had over three hundred. Yeah. So obviously the amateur style and pro style is completely different. Um, is there any concern, or do you think you'd be able to adjust well to the pro style? Uh, I think I'll be able to adjust pretty well because I'm already sparring pros on the daily, like every week. Uh, I spar like twenty rounds with pros all day at Mayweather Gym. So yeah, I what's, think it'll be just easy. What's the biggest name you sparred? Uh, definitely Tank. Hmm. I sparred him before the Isak Cruz fight. It was a cool experience. How much you weigh? One twenty five. Okay, so not too far. Yeah. Not too far in difference. What was that like for you? Uh, wait, but 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 you weigh one twenty two or you fight at one twenty two? Twenty five. You said I fight at one twenty five. So you walk around. When you were sparring tank, you was how much? I was one twenty five. It was a week before my nationals and a week before his fight. So oh, so you was light. So he ain't go yeah. full force. Uh, nah, not really. Yeah. But what was that like for you, and what were you able to learn from that experience? Uh, it was great. It was amazing. Uh, I learned some of his tricks, you know, stuff that he got. I learned about his little defensive moves. I learned that he's a lot better, skillful fighter than people think. And uh, just, yeah, it was amazing. How was, uh, and like Ness said, I'm sure he ain't take it 100%, but how was that power? I'm sure you felt uh, something. I felt, it. I felt it a few times yeah. to try to hurt me with some body shots, but I, I took it. Well, it wasn't too much. Uh but yeah, he definitely got some power. I felt it. And how old are you now? Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Would you say that was the the most power you felt in a, in a sparring match? Uh, yeah, probably. I say that. It's crazy how everyone says the same. You know, we had Sean Porter in here, and you know, he said after sparring Tang, he's like, "It's real. It's real." Yeah. You know, and then uh, we had someone else. I mean, everybody, everybody yeah. that we that that has sparred him. Definitely feels that it's real. So, uh, are you orthodox or southpaw? I'm orthodox. Okay, yeah. okay. It's, it's the do rag knockouts for me, bro. <laughs> when you're not knocking people out in sparring with the do rag on on a consistent basis, yeah, bro, it look good, man. <laughs> it look good. And then you, one of the first fighters I ever seen, <clears throat> as young as you are, stopping people in sparring regularly, yeah. How does that feel to know you uh, will hold that type of power? And uh, you got that type of skill, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it's combination punching. But you got a specific, you know what I'm saying, where you like maybe step back and catch them with a big right. It's look, it's a little move you got. I see some different moves that you do over and over, but it keep working. Uh, it feels great. You know, I, I believe in my skills. You know, I put in the work every day. And uh, just, you know, it pays off in sparring because people don't really work as hard as me, I feel. And then in the later rounds, they be tired. I'm still fresh. So, is your dad your trainer? Yeah. All right, because I've been I seen when you exercise and work out with him a lot, and then it looked like you like took a layoff for a while at one point. Like I didn't yeah, see I much of you, but then you came break. back. I thought you had literally quit boxing. It was a two year break. Okay. Yeah. Two years. Back. Yeah. That's a long time. What happened? Uh, we were supposed to take a year off, and then I hurt my arm, and then COVID hit, so it just started piling up, and then. It just kind of got delayed, but now we're back. So what would you do in that two years? Any running, or did you try to keep your weight in the same, or did uh, you just let it be? Well, I was still in the gym. I, w- I just wasn't competing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you were still training every day. Not yeah. every day, but still training boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's wow. why it wasn't too hard for me to come back. So so then why, so, so, the, so the break was more a COVID thing? 
It was the arm first, then COVID, you were saying? Yeah. Okay. So arm injury first, uh, obviously get that took care of, and then COVID. It seemed to be like that for numerous people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I'm going through your Instagram page right now, and I, I see myself. What? At uh, Tank's Media Workout for the East Side Cruise fight. Yeah, but. You would only find yourself. Well, no, I was just scrolling. <laughs> oh, I see. So did you and Shakur get work? Or? Nah. Okay. I sparred his uh, nephew over there. Who? Uh, Quinn Moses. I okay, okay. Zach what Quinn, about okay. little Manny the Great? Yeah, you ain't ever get no work uh, with Manny. Manny's good. He's a good fighter. I'm I'm a little bigger than him though. You okay. are? Yeah, he's fights at I think one ten. Manny too small. Oh wow. Yeah. He. He definitely what? got skills though. So soon one day we are gonna work definitely. <laughs> I like it. Keyshawn like Davis was talking, speaking highly of you. Uh, he was talking about because Martin Luther, his guy. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, I guess he number I'm, two in the country, right? Martin Luther, he behind yeah. you? Yeah, he yeah. right behind. And then I broke the news to Keyshawn that you had just beat Martin Luther like the day prior, pre, previous. And yeah, he was like, for real? Yeah. He was, he likes you a lot, but Martin Luther was his guy and then you beat him. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to break that bad news to yeah. him. What you think about Martin Luther? Uh, He's good. He's a good fighter. Kind of one-dimensional for me. Understood. He can't go backwards, I don't think, so... I know how to just, you know, keep my feet moving, pushing back. He don't know what to do. So, yeah, came with a good game plan. Is there any fighter that you meet, like, these days you meet now that, I don't want to say, like, uh, st- what's the word, star, star shock? Or Starstruck. Starstruck you, but is there a fighter that you've met recently, you, like, for the first time, like, damn, like, I can't believe I just met so-and-so? And the only reason I ask is because, um, you know, I've seen pictures of you for years, you know, with Evander and Arrow and Lord, Floyd and, yeah. you know, the who's who in boxing. So uh, does it does it affect you at all or is it just like, oh, it's just another guy? Uh, I still get a little nervous around Floyd sometimes. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, he's so big in the sport. He's like the king of our generation. Yeah, but why would you get nervous, though? If you think about it, he's had you... Under his wing to an extent for how many years? Like, what is it to be nervous about now? I mean, I just look up to him a lot. So, you know, I get a little starstruck around. So is it like you still want to impress him? You still want to make sure you... definitely, Exactly. So would you... uh, So moments like him tying your gloves up in the gym, are those still moments that you cherish and embrace? Because even though you've known him for a while, it's like, I can't take this for granted. Yeah. That was a special moment for me. Every time he shows me love is always a special moment for me, you know. It just motivates me every day. Austin, can I get a screen share, please? I find this very funny how this is you jumping rope next to Javante Davis. Uh, Holy smokes. 2017, so this was before his fight with Fonseca uh, leading into the Mayweather-McGregor card, but... Ain't that funny that you see yourself here jump roping next to Tank? Uh, he was already a world champion up to this point. And, and now you're, you're sparring, sparring him. Like, that's yeah. insane. Look how small you are next to him. That's when I got introduced Yo, to Yo, but you that's how you know you're going to be a champ, man. If you ain't in the gym that early, it's, it's very hard, you know. Shout out to the Peter Quillins and the Brian Jennings of the world that do it with 19 amateur fights and, and, and turn pro, man, and, and make it. To world title shots or, or championship fights, you know, uh, where they do become champions. But you being in there so early, that's going to definitely 
Let's get, get you a spot. You got a beat down, know what I'm saying? You can screen share, Danny. Oh, some sparring. Bro, look at t- this. Oh, my fucking God. This is nuts. <laughs> this is nuts to me, bro. Like, now you're sparring. Yo, um, and this was Tank was Yo, out. is that Kanye in the back? No, I'm no. joking. Tank, Tank, Tank was out here. I remember this card. He fought. This is when they used to do those fights on Spike. You remember yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I remember ne- uh, Tank fighting. He was like the opening bout. It was like Tank. Then like Ashley Theophane, and then like I left. I went to see Tank, and then I left. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. And uh, you know, it, no. It, what's crazy is that you ain't like it after you looked at it and <laughs> left. What the fuck is wrong with Danny? I swear he always he like yo. I can't like it. That was from 2017. I'm like, oh no no. I, I'm bruh. just bro. I'm just trying to find more shit. I'm gonna nah, go back but he and said like that it, to me before. Like yo, it's, that's that's too. I'm like I you looking like, at it. Nah that, nah. that might have been like a chick picture or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. You know you know if you scrolling on a girl IG, you don't want to <laughs> like a picture from too long ago because if you like it from too long ago. You know what they gonna think? Not that you was lurking. Like, damn, I ain't look good in a minute. I ain't never even think of that. Yeah, bro, yeah. you like a girl picture from a long time ago? She like, damn, I must not be looking nah, that good. Speaking nah. of girls, glass, glass half empty. I, I would have assumed she would believe. Wow, he's that interested. He went that many years back checking on all my various looks. Speaking <laughs> of girls, what's up with like all right at the DLX gym? I didn't seen footage where it's like. A lot of girls all around the ring and like y'all in there sparring in front of all the girls. Is I don't know if they just bringing the girls in to watch y'all. Nah, they take field trips. What y'all doing, champ? You bring yeah, the girls to school. What's, what y'all doing? Nah, it was a sparring event over there. Okay, and I wasn't even supposed to spar. I was just chilling That's, on the side. Mind you, you stopped somebody that day, but and then I guess he called me out. So I was like, okay, I'll put myself on. And then what happened happened. So yeah, <laughs> he did it to him, but he did it to him that day. That's funny, man. So where'd all the girls come from? They came from Bishop Gorman and uh, Sierra Vista High School. So, so the schools were oh, money. Oh, so the They're... schools knew that you guys were going to spar and the kids yeah. just showed up after school. Yeah. Okay. But it was like all girls, though. That was dope. Yo, where was you at that you met uh, I Swear Vezo? Uh, that was at the Fight at Virgin Hotels. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So you were born okay. and raised in Las Vegas? I was born in Utah, raised out here. Okay. What? How old were you when you moved out here? I was about five, six. And so did your dad move here because of boxing or yeah. really? Start boxing. When like, he was jumping rope, his dad was the one in the background sitting on the uh, yeah. ringside on, on with the, the phone in his hand. Okay. Probably a timer or something, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh man, that's crazy! So, so, did your dad was your dad ever inv- involved in boxing? Or yeah, he used to box when he was younger, and then uh, he's a big fan of boxing. He got me into it, and uh, he's just been coaching me since I was. Since How'd day you one. pick it up? My dad he introduced me to it since day one, and we just what took what off was running. that introduction like? What did he show you? Was it a movie? Were you just did he just show you like a pad fight. work? Like what? How, how? What was it? Uh, well, actually, we used to. Uh, we used to watch like Cashflow and them on Mayweather. Okay. Before I ever came out to Vegas, and we used to see them, and they used to tell me, "Oh, you're gonna be sparring them one day." And then we came to Vegas, and then he took me to the gym. But wait, when you're watching Cashflow, you've never fought, and he no. just says you're gonna spar him one day. Yeah. Okay, so your dad wanted you to fight. Yeah. And okay. We came to Vegas, he took me to the gyms, we started training, took off running, and then from there on so how, how did you start to like it then love it because obviously this is sounds like your dad 
pushed you in this direction? What made you fall in love with it? Well, I loved it from the first day, you know, and then after training, then I got my first belt. I actually got two belts that day. I got a fight of the night, and then I won the tournament. So, you know, I knew from then on I was going to be something good, and I just put 100% into it. So the the hard work of the sport never turned you away, like the running, the push-ups, none of that so early on? Because you looked at small in those videos. Yeah, I was small, but my dad always uh, just helped motivate me and just keep me focused. And I always knew in my mind that it's going to pay off one day. So now you're a little bit older, right? But we just had an amateur fighter in here who was... Nine years old. Nine years old, right? Uh, Zaya Vasquez. And and we asked him and his dad was in here and we like, how do we know he's going to continue boxing? Because, you know, with a lot of fighters... They either lose love, they uh, lose focus, um, they get caught up in the streets. Mm-hmm. You choose know, another sport. Choose another sport. Fall in love. But, you know, in boxing, it's almost like just because you're a great amateur, one, doesn't mean you're going to be a great pro, and two, doesn't even mean you're going to turn pro. So I guess with us is how how do we know that this is your dream and not, you know, somebody else's, or maybe that, you know, you're not feeling it. Well, because if I was going to stop, I would have been done it a long time ago, especially when that break, I would have never even put in the effort to come back because I had to put in a lot of hard work to get back to where I'm at now. So, you know, I wouldn't have went through all that if I was going to just right. give up on the dream. I know what I want to be. I know where I want to go with this. Who who do you like to watch today? What fighter is actively fighting that you enjoy watching? Uh, probably Earl Spence, and I like Tank a lot. Shakur, I like his distance. He all, he's a real smart boxer. Uh, who else do I like watching? Anthony Joshua. I like Anthony Joshua. That's you th- my guy. You think he beat Usyk in a rematch? Yeah, I do. Mm. I got to go with my guy, AJ. So, I mean, I'm sure you saw the first fight, given that that's your guy and that you think he wins the rematch. What changes does he need to do? Because I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Let your hands go. Yeah, so you being the boxer, though, um, what uh, improvements or changes would you like to see in that rematch? Uh, definitely don't be so gun shy. Let his hands go. Use his size more and just uh, fight a smarter fight. Try to uh, just make it a dog fight, really. What you think, Ness? I agree. That's what I was screaming at the television the first time around. I didn't know why he was trying to box the smaller yeah. man. Uh, but again, I'm not the fighter. You know, sometimes, you know, the smaller man can 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 put a number on the bigger man, Tank versus Barrios. But I like to believe it should be Fundora versus Lubin because you're taller. You know, take the take advantage of your advantages. Um, but I know we got some questions from the people right now. Yeah, we do. But I wanted to ask, so uh, do you have to buy your own TMT stuff or does Floyd just give you a, a whole duffel bag? Uh, uh, I've bought a few of them, but he definitely takes care of me. That's good. You know? It's good to know. Yeah. All right, so we got some questions. It looks like Young Tigre in San Antonio says, Good luck on your career, champ. Out of the three undisputed champions, who's the best one in your opinion? Charlo? Josh Taylor or Canelo? Uh, right now, I'd probably have to say Charlo. Mm. I think he looked really good that fight just now. I like his movement, you know, his counter punching, great power puncher. I think 
I think he beats Canelo. You know, the one thing. Jermel, the 54-pounder. They, they match up. Canelo is a welterweight. He's not that big. If they were to match up, I feel he beats Canelo. But it's Jamel, like, not yes, the brother Jamal. No. But it's people say he's not that big, but he start and you're right, but it's like if he start if he's not that big and he started his career at 40, why why have only two men been able to you get what I'm saying to figure him out? Who's he fought though? I mean, what? Oh. No! Not you, not you, Kamel. You be, fought, so you don't you don't like none of the guys he fought. He's you fought good people, Lara. He's fought some good people. I'm not Jacobs. Jacobs, yeah. Oh, but he said, yeah. If you he fights really... somebody with real skill, a good boxer, All right, so, like Floyd, Vivo, Charlo, I feel he doesn't win. Oh wow! Charlo barely used his jab in his last fight. Bivol used the hell out of his jab. Okay. Yeah. And Bivol was doing one, two, one to keep Canelo away from that left hook to the body or, or to the head. He didn't want to get counted. He rarely did one, two, three, because then you hooking with a hooker. And Canelo, uh, you know, it was a clear loss, but he did land that left hook a couple times. And I'm just like, All but right. I love that it. was early, though. But, yeah, obviously Bivol took over and dominated. I don't, I disagree, champ. I, and, I love his opinion, And I though. disagree. I do love the opinion. I just, I, I just, it's not that simple, right? If it was simple, that, bro, come on. How many cats would have figured him out? Like, my man started his career at 40. What about Callum Smith? You didn't, Callum Smith. You didn't like that fight? The seven he foot. He wouldn't throw no punches. Got his arm bust. Yeah. But he it, tried to do the same thing to Vivo, but. That it didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't work out, and I think Bevel was able to tolerate the punches more. Like, of course, but like, but he showed. Did you see the yeah, video? His bruise. Yeah, but it wasn't that's enough. Crazy. It wasn't enough to win. Like in the Callum Smith. Yeah, fight, but that's because Canelo was doing one shot at a time, right? Yeah. He should have did more. Com- we know him for combination, and he was one yeah. shot. One shot. It's like, nah, man, you got to get busy in there. But I love it, man. I love so, it. So for you to Jermel, say, I want Jamel. So, 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 as the undisputed champion, you want him to move up to sixty-eight and fight Canelo for all the belts, or you want Canelo to give him a catchway? Because you know he's only at fifty-four. I got. I want to hear this because let me tell you, they my audience hates if I say someone should move up. Like if Jamel should move up to fight Gennady. Oh, you Ness, you want him to lose? I want you to be great. People that move up, they being great. Yeah, uh, I feel is Canelo gonna do a rematch with Bivol? So he say, but we don't even know. You think, know, you think he should we stay away? We don't even know what weight too, because they were talking about sixty eight, and then Bivol's like, which let's keep in mind, Bivol's team had before the fight have said we'll go to sixty eight for that fight. So now they're like, well, we don't know if we can make sixty eight. So I don't know. I don't know if it happens, and if it does, we don't know if it happens next. You know, we don't know if it happens would you, next. Would you advise him to take the rematch? Yeah, most definitely. For all the belts, he got to do that. No, no, no. Remember, that fight was at 75 for, for Bivol's belt. Oh, yeah. Huh. So if they can negotiate that Bivol now comes down and challenges Canelo for undisputed for his belts, then I see what you're saying. But um, if that's not the case, he would have to rematch at 75. For Bivol's belt, would you still advise him to go to 75 and do it again? Try it again? Yeah. Oh, I'd wow. advise that. I wouldn't advise Bivol coming down. That's too risky for Canelo. Hmm. All right. Like, you saying it's too risky for Bivol to do that, or it's too risky for Canelo? Canelo? So, what? I mean, 
if you're Bivol, why you know why care? Because you said you wouldn't advise Bivol. Like it shouldn't matter, right? If you're Team Bivol and you think you have an advantage over Canelo at 68, why not go down and win and become undisputed? I don't think Canelo takes that fight at 68. I don't think he takes that. I think mm. he takes it at 68 before 75. Because you think he thinks he's weight draining. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be their thought because even though even though because they are like even if somebody says well he's a small light heavy. And Bivol's team's been saying he could have been making 68. Even if that is the case, yo, you've been fighting at, at, at your weight your entire career. Let me bring you down. And it is enticing because undisputed. something. Yeah, it is all the belts. And it's belts that in a division that Bivol has never. Which would make him pound for pound because now he's a champ in two divisions. But I got some more questions for you coming from Compton. Dual Ingram says, what's your biggest distraction at this age, is it girls, possibilities, school, food? Probably food. <laughs> <laughs> What's your go-to meal? Uh, I like some steak mm. with maybe some potatoes on the side. Okay. Uh, what else? What's your snack? Snack. I like Oreos. Mm. Uh, we got Ruin of 504, that's New Orleans. He says, what interests you outside of boxing? Outside of boxing? I like to play basketball. Okay. Uh, football. I like video games. Uh, what video games? Hold on, hold on. Before, are you an Xbox or PlayStation guy? PlayStation. I got both, but probably Whoa. PlayStation. Probably PlayStation? Yeah. All right, all right. I'm so glad Xbox is dying. I don't know why people used to even play. Now I don't know that it's dying, bro. A lot of a lot of people. It is not dying. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of people. A lot of my friends, like I don't game at all, but a lot of my friends, they got it. I don't know. I feel like the place PS5 is like exclusive. Not everybody can get it, and if you have it, it's like, oh, you got one. There's no games for it though. That's the Mm. problem. There's not. There's like nothing being made currently for it. Oh, wow. okay. As That's, somebody from uh, the games industry, I can tell you that much. That so, sucks. so it's not like uh, I mean, I had like a PS3, you know, way back when. So it's not like the PS3 where you could put the PS2 games in it. I'm sure you can. I don't remember quite off the top of my head if you can do backwards compatibility fully with the PS5. I don't see why not. But uh, there's like with the Xbox, they're making new games like for the newer consoles. PS5, I think they're still working on mm. making newer games for it. Mm. That's crazy because it hasn't that been out two years already. Sad. Yeah. How many games you got for your PS5? I don't got PS5. Oh, no? No. You Xbox? No, I got PS4. Oh, oh okay. PS4. I got Oh, uh, you couldn't get one? You could, like nah, it's hard yet. to get, right? Yeah. My son just got one and it was like 2 3 months ago. So, when just got it. I'm curious though, did he have to pay a buffet's value? No. And that's why he he just kept waiting until he found one. He got some sort of app that gave him an alert and he went to the store. I bought two. Damn, I bought, resold them. I resold them, bro. You're a little hustler. Resold them. Bro, How because, much you resell for? 900 And you paid? Uh, I paid 13 for both. Okay. I paid 13 for both. Resold them 900 a piece. Because it's like, I don't we? get- We? Damn, you split the profit? No, I said resold. Oh, oh, my resold, bad. Resold for 900 a piece. But yeah, no, definitely hard to come, come across. It's, mm-hmm. It was almost like- you got to tell Floyd to get you in, man. It was almost like the shoe market. I see you got the foams on, which foams, I feel like that's my time. Oh, and yeah, before my, daughter my time. daughter loves those. I, but, I, um, 
It was almost like the. Sh- it's too almost expensive. Like, it's almost like the shoe market, bro. It's like resale. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, you could sell a, a PS5 on StockX. Like, I thought this was for shoes. Yeah, stay away from StockX. But we got another one from Brandon in Houston. It says with with of the top. I don't know. I guess he meant maybe with all the top U.S. amateurs seeming to all be signing with top rank, do you want to do the same or do you have a promotional company you have in mind already? Brandon and Houston, I'm, I mean, you got the hat on, uh, right? I mean, I got to stay with who's been true to me, who's mm-hmm. been loyal, who's treated me good. Well, we'll see in the future, but I definitely know where I, I want to go. There we go. I feel like you're 17, right? 15. 15, wow. So I feel like may, maybe this is a question for dad. But I'm going to put it out there. I know dad is in, the, in is he in the green room. Mm-mm. Oh, he's not here today. Fudge. All right. Well, he'll hear it on a playback because, and and I'll take your answer. And, and maybe you guys can talk about it later. I mean, I know you want to go Floyd route, but what about you just seen, I know you've seen your man Tank tweeting yeah, that he's pretty that, much but... done with TMT after this fight. I mean, we'll have to see what he does after this fight. Oh, you don't believe it? No. Ah, I love it. Yo, it's funny because we said that too. Like, is he hyping the fight? Is this real? You know, um, they've been here before too. Like, before the Peldraza, oh, they set me up. All of a sudden, he beats Peldraza, and now he's the Michael Jackson of boxing and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, strange, strange. I like, I like, I like this kid. He's smart. I think he might stay himself. So you, your, your prediction is he resigns to TMT or to Mayweather? Yeah, okay. I think. Yeah. Who would you like to see him fight? Uh, and who do you think gives him the toughest fight? Tank. Uh, I think probably at one thirty, Shakur gives him his toughest fight. I want to see him fight Lomachenko. Though. I think he beats Loma. I think he probably sleeps Loma. Wow. What about? Devin Haney, Devin. Tank, 135. You seem, as little as you are in those videos, you might have been in the gym when they sparred. I might have been there. <laughs> I love it. I, I got tanked. Uh, wow. Yeah. Over the boxer. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a boxer or a puncher? Uh, I could do both. I consider myself maybe a boxer. I'm a better boxer than a puncher. Wow, and you're still picking the puncher over the boxer. Tank's a boxer too, though. That's what they yeah. say. He rarely has to show it. I mean, he showed it a little in the Isak Cruz yeah, he, fight. I feel like he did, he and that was because of the hand injury. Yeah. He definitely showed it um, in the Isak Cruz mm-hmm. fight. And you know, to me, that was like people criticized Tank in that fight, but to me, that's what I like. I've heard for years, Coach Calvin say, "Oh yeah, we'll use it when we have to." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Bro, when the fuck are y'all gonna have to?" Because it's like you know he's 15, right? You just keep I'm letting sorry. him off. His I'm mom probably like, "What's wrong with this guy?" I, I apologize. Jesus, nah. <laughs> sorry, but, mom. Um, yeah, mom. I'm sorry, but yeah. So it was like I like that he did, and he was able to show that in that fight. But I mean, he's been in there with Tank, so you know. So he's heard everything. No, I just <laughs> I just trains at GMT. He's heard everything at yeah. the doghouse. Oh yeah. Yeah, the doghouse. I'm sure you've uh, heard and seen it all. Huh? So let me ask you: yeah. um, You've gotten to see Floyd work. Yeah, I've all seen right. Him so, because it feels like Tank might be the new Floyd, not in defensive skill or even boxing skill, but like when we speak to people, they're like, "Tank's the one. Tank's right. that good." 
Tank can be a welterweight. Tank can knock out this one. Not just that, but I think his ability to attract people. I mean, I'm I'm sure you've been to a tank fight, right? Yeah, I have. Man, tank fights are, it's like black Hollywood. It's just the who's who. Um, everybody's dressed to impress, people flying out from all over the place. You know, he really reaches out to the casual audience here in America. Mm-hmm. So my, my question is, you've gotten to see them both work, spar, shadow box, train. Like, do you think he's a, uh, what, what we call in boxing, what, a generational talent? To where, you know... We only going to see him like Floyd was a generation talent to where it's like he only comes once every 15, 20 years. Do you think Tank is is that special? Yeah, we could say that. I think so. Okay. He's very skilled, high, amazing power, and he's a dog. So I, I feel like you could say that. And uh, the Ryan Garcia fight, does he beat Tank? No. No? I think if Isak Cruz fights Ryan, he wins. Oh, wow. Isak wins? So if Ryan beats Cruz, he impresses you? Yeah. You don't think he'll win? No. At all? No. Oh, wow. I think he gets stopped within eight. What? Cruz is very short. Yeah, but look what... uh, And Ryan is a counterpunch, especially with that left... Nah. Ah, I love it. I love it. Stick to your guns, man. What'd you what'd you think of the uh did you watch the Ryan and uh to go fight? Yeah, yeah, I did. I don't think Ryan did nothing too impressive. He heard him that one time, but he didn't really do nothing with it. What do you think what do you think he could have did better? Uh he could have went to the body more, definitely used his jab better, try to work his counters and uh just look for better open shots, more uh cleaner shots. Yeah, I think yeah. maybe using the jab would have helped him cut Let me off ask that you, ring. If you were Crawford or Earl, would you fight Boots? Yeah. You wouldn't move up. Like if you're Crawford, you don't want the Earl fight, you would you would fight Boots? Well, no, I'd probably fight Earl first and then Boots. Now, what but, about the fact that Crawford's been saying I want to beat Earl and then stop his cheerleader Jamel, who you think can beat Canelo? That'd be a good fight. I'd like to see that one. I don't know. Crawford's strong, but I don't think he beats Spence. Wow. I don't think he beats Spence. So he definitely doesn't beat Mel, in your opinion? No. Okay. And if you were Earl, would you fight Boots? And how? Because obviously the world wants you to fight Crawford. Uh, No, I'd probably fight Crawford. That's the fight that everybody wants to see. Mm-hmm. Biggest Undis- fight. Biggest fight, yeah. Of the whole year, probably... Next five years. Now, Earl has been saying, you know, it's Crawford, then 154. Uh, do you think he should give Boots an opportunity if he beats Crawford? Yeah, I think Boots deserves a shot. He's nice with it. I like Boots a lot. But I want to see him fight somebody good first. Wow. Like, you, actually a good good person. A top who's, guy. Yeah. Who's a good person, in your opinion? Uh, At that weight. 147. Mm, let's see. Outside of uh, outside of Bud and Arrow, you know, because obviously that's the undisputed fight. That's the fight everybody wants to see. But outside of those two names, Porter's retired. Thurman, Toad, Thurman, Boots and Thurman. I like to see that. Do you I think see Boots to get that? Do you see Boots posted that too? Right, he posted a fight poster of him and Thurman on his on his. Uh, let me pull that up. But yeah, 
I like that fight. I don't, I don't like that fight. My man Thurman, uh, he need another get back. He he ain't look as dominant. See, I told him don't take that damn Tank fight. I mean, Barrios fight because Tank beat him and stopped Barrios. Now you fight him and you ain't even stopping him if you don't stop. First, so it's pressure. I got to stop him because his little ass Tank stopped him. I don't stop him. I look back because his little ass Tank stopped him. So it's like, ugh. how do you think that fight plays out? Because shit, Ness, I, f- I feel like you're the originator of that fight being spoke about. Which one? Tank and Thurman, no? I love that fight. What do you think of that fight? I love that fight. Uh, Welterweight, Tank gonna struggle. Oh, Tank but gonna struggle? I think in the later rounds, he might catch Thurman. He'll struggle, though. Because Thurman's, Thurman's a good, a good mover. Yeah. yeah, I like this kid knows his boxing. But you did say that Ennis will stop Thurman, you're saying? he. Th- I think he's too big, man. He's He looked big Saturday night. No, yeah. have, you, have you seen him in person? Of course. Yeah, bro. Boots in person. Let me tell you, after the fight, because fight week, of course, you cut away. You yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. after the no, fight. No, I seen him in Atlanta when what he had no fight. He was huge. Yeah, he's like a one sixty. Can, can I get a quick? Uh, quick Remember, he sparred Demon Nicholson. Bow. And this is on Jerome Boots and his page. He posted this last night, uh, fifteen hours ago. That ain't even Thurman, man. Uh, Thurman's right here on the right. That ain't even Thurman, man. You know, that's a fake picture of Thurman. That's Thurman right here. Was this uh, when he got dropped against Pacquiao? Maybe, but yeah, that's that's Thurman right there. Pretty, pretty. That's shit. crazy. If Thurman take that fight, that's crazy because the world don't even respect Thurman. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy how boxing is, man. I hope you prepare for that. Like Thurman only lost to Manny Pacquiao, and the world think he's done. So let me ask you this: Where would you? Uh, who would you rank higher in the welterweight rankings? Boots right now. Or Thurman right now. Boots. Yeah, Boots. He's active, man. Thurman ain't... Boots is active and dominant. You know, Thurman is inactive and looking shaky. That's why I don't even think that's the fight for Boots. Like, what you gonna show me by beating Thurman? That you know how to beat a dude that was coming off a two-year layoff and a... I mean... Uh, definitely would be the biggest name on his resume, right? Yeah, but oh, a former so a former unified name champion building name coming building, off of a win. I hear you, but name building and fight, fighting somebody good, like he said, is, is two different things. Yes, Thurman's good, but is he is he as a, at a hundred percent right now? But going back to uh, Dual Ingram, he says, when you make it, what's the first thing you want to do with your money? Uh, take care of my pops. Uh, just you know, repay him for everything he did for me. Take care of my family, uh, then probably invest in some stuff. Amen, Maybe, man. Uh, some apartment complexes, something like that. Nice. I got the best dad ever in Baltimore. He says, Big up to you, champ. All the way from B More. We rocking with you. Drop your PSN name if you got a PS5. But no, you said PS. No, but, but it's, a, yeah, it's, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah. Oh. yeah. If you want to do that, he want to play uh, you. Yeah, same as my Instagram, Cremel Moton One. So, yeah. We got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas says, does Cody Crowley have a chance against Boots? You know Cody? Oh, he's from out here. You've probably seen him. I think I've seen him a few times. He's from Canada, but he's been training out here for maybe three years now, right? Yeah, something like that. Two and a half, three. He just beat Josecito Lopez. On the Errol Spence on the card, yeah. yeah. Errol Spence on the card. Well, to where he... I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough fight for Cody. He was talking that big game, but then, you know, he started boxing Josecito. Imagine Boots. He, he's going to have to get on the back from the opening bell. Yeah. Uh, Boots. Boots got some power, too. 
He gonna have to really come if you want to beat Boots. He got to. What do you think about them two stoppages? Because people say, oh, Boots hitting people behind the head. Did you see his two last knockouts? Yeah. I was at the one before this. The uh, lawman? <laughs> was that official to you or you think that yeah. was? That was a good knockout. And he, this he last one? Shot. He hit him like right behind the ear. That's that's a good shot. Yeah. That's a good place shot. That's not behind the head. And this last one from Saturday? With another uh, Canadian, Castillo Clayton, he knocked out. Did you see that one? Yeah, I seen it. That was like another one, like behind the ear. So you consider he, those good? They're, they're, yeah. Because I thought they were good too. I mean, yeah. but people are like, oh, Boots, you know, he's hitting people behind the head. You know, every time you win or lose, somebody got something to say. Right. But those are all the questions that we have from the people. Anything else you have before we. No, um, I just want to say thank you, bro. Uh, it's funny, you said how you and your pops seen cash flow. And, you know, just like I've seen Cashflow, you know, I got to see you, you know, grow up, bro. I'm telling you, I was shocked when you walked in because it's like I ain't seen. I'm still used to, you know, the little kids. So I just want to say thank you, bro, for coming. And, you know, can't wait to see more of you for sure. Yeah, man, just keep doing what you're doing so that uh, you can live up to everyone's expectations. You know, like like we said, man, uh, we lose a lot of kids for different reasons, uh, and they don't make it to where you're definitely destined to go. So just keep at it, man. Give out your social media if anybody that isn't following you can do so. And uh, once again, we want to thank you, and we're going to go ahead and take this picture with you. Uh, follow me on Instagram, CarmelMoton1, C-U-R-M-E-L-M-O-T-O-N-1. All right. We'll be right back. We'll take this quick picture with uh, Carmel Morton and come back from the mission. Yes, sir. Somebody like that. Oh, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wow, we have so many people there. We want to thank everybody, obviously, for joining us. And uh, we do have a special announcement. So uh, we made a few announcements earlier. Okay, so uh, one thing I want to get off my chest is, obviously, I need you to head on over to the Nestor Gibbs channel i'm gonna be airing a brand new episode on a new project that i am doing it's called cut it with nestor gibbs my first episode it's is, a uh, working title the, it is the a working title, title the title is a working title well the, the name of the show is a working title um yeah we can definitely screen share the channel in five four three two one so that you know what it looks like when you land there it is nestor gibbs my first episode is going to air uh, May 24th, that's next week. Go ahead and subscribe and click the notification bell. Set your reminder. My first guest is Jamie Villamore. She is the gun shooting supermodel that was uh, a, a, an amazing guest. Has over 1.4 million followers on Instagram and lives a amazing life. Very so, very unique life. I was very uh, impressed and entertained by the show now, so I'm excited for it to finally air. I know. And, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because then you got to hear the feedback, but I am looking forward to that feedback as, uh, again, this is a new venture for me. Outside of that, we have a Islandri Laura Glove. Nice and signed uh, to continue to do daily raffles but, and giveaways. But we also have an Eddie Slandi Lada autograph uh, shoe palace hat. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Shoe Palace and shout out to Eddie Slandi as well for That's being right. able to give us something to give back to you, the people. Make sure you follow Laura on Instagram. And um, also, uh, I want to remind you that um, we're going to be doing polls to get our callers of the month. 
Super Chatters of the Month, um, Pound for Pound Supporters of the Month, and those people will be given uh, rewards absolutely free. We'll be shipping them out. So not only are we doing raffles, but we're also going to be doing giveaways to specifically the most impactful callers and uh, commenters, Super Chatters. You know, you know who you are. If you've been making waves, well, then it's time for you to have your day. And I believe the last announcement is we're going to do a hard stop. We're not taking any calls. Unfortunately, we got the call. We have to drive now four hours to California to the gym of Robert Garcia. And uh, yeah, TBV road work. You know how it goes, man. So... We are canceling our 8 o'clock interview. And, uh, yeah, we're out. Peace. Catch us Wait, tomorrow on the sure, next one. Seven. Make, sure, make sure there's no Super Chats. While no. you do that, uh, just remind everybody, tomorrow morning, just like every weekday, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, want to remind everybody that we will be doing a live fight chat for the David Benavidez, David There's Lemieux. actually a lot of fights this week. We, it's probably going to be more than Lemieux because there's a big ESPN card. That dude that was supposed to fight uh, Andre this fighting, dig him. And then there's a, some decent undercards on those ESPN fights. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Diggum and uh, John Beck is main event with yeah. uh, Jamel Herring. I got to see who's on the undercard. I don't have time to show you. I do want to get to these Super Chats before we go. Uh, looks like Era Zestro says, good morning, TBV. Glad Danny is giving my boy Akmaladaliev some credit. He's going to be an issue going to 126 and 130. That is a $10 Super Chat. You can spin it? Oh, you're the man. Let's see. All right. So you... Uh Uh-oh. Era, you need to send another $5 to be entered into the Yoel Gomez autograph. Oh, we also got a Jesus Ramo glove. We do, yes, indeed. We also got a Jesus Ramo undefeated 54 pounder going to be going into the ring versus Luke Santa Maria. Next Saturday, May 28th, uh, live on the Gervonta Davis Roley Romero Showtime pay-per-view card from the Barclays Center. So don't want to miss that. So just remember, man, every day, every week, we're giving out autograph gloves, autograph hats, shirts. We're doing the best we can. We got keychains. So um, keep rocking out with us. I got high and low sports session, but the $2 Super Chat says the boxing voice is more. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you, high and low. And then we got Cameron Russell that says, DB, chances to force mandatory versus Saul. Uh, Dimitri Bivol, free David Benavidez belt. WBC, spin that wheel, son. $20. Bo or you. Another one. Oh. Yeah, so the the we are catching up on these super chats. Era did send the five. Era okay. did send the five. So Era's into the Yo Elvis entry. And then we got um Cameron Russell who, who you just seen. And now we have does he get another spin? What was that that he landed on? Oh, the glove. Okay, so we got Kenichi Bear. And he says this was for Cremel. Sorry, sir. Um, he says, uh, hey, Carmel, did how did it feel winning a national tournament after such a long layoff? Were you more nervous than before? Future world champ, Panda Bear Moji, Panda Bear Sorry, brother. Sorry. Usually you got to put it on our Patreon page uh, where we ask the questions from there. We got 
Leandre, uh, he says, have you heard from Bill Haney? They say his visa got denied. I have not. Say what? I have not heard from Bill Haney. Um, CYP, end us with your uh, counterpunch. We're going to be late. How late you think we got? Let me check the word. You know, you know, you make this Amazing. quick. Y'all hear? Mm-hmm. Yup, yup, yup. All right, I was checking the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame says this. Being undisputed is greater than moving up weight classes and selection of opponents is greater than moving up weight classes. So if you really want to dare to be great, get that undisputed first. And if you can't be undisputed, fight the toughest competitions you could possibly fight. That daring, that daring to be great by moving up shit, that's just, that's just a narrative, man. CYP out. Mm. We do appreciate All right. the club. We are out. Nesta Gibbs, TikTok, Nesta Gibbs, YouTube channel. Catch my first episode May 24th. Your support is definitely appreciated and the feedback even more. Uh, you can also help us with uh, direction on where we're going. But And, and I mean by next guest. Uh, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter, Nest GTO. Bring Vogue Danny. Bo Mason underscore TVV IG. Make sure to subscribe. We out. Catch us tomorrow morning. <laughs>